everyone. My name is Lorenzo Wurzilli. I'm the co-founder of Drone Talks and Wurzilli Consulting. And uh, second day here in Vegas, and I'm with uh, Chad Sweet, CEO of Model AI. Hey, welcome, Chad. Thank you very much, Lorenzo. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. So, Chad, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, what's your background? Why are you here? What's your interest in drones? Yeah, so I've been working on drones for 10, 12 years. Uh, we, Model AI is about five years old, but we forked out a Qualcomm in 2018. So Qualcomm's a large semiconductor company uh, in San Diego, California. And there I led robotics R&D, where we put a lot of effort into really advancing the concept of leveraging smartphone technology for UAVs. And so it's kind of hard to believe, but like prior to a lot of that, it was felt that those chips and those, those technologies were just for phones and they couldn't really do mission critical things like robotics and so forth. Believable. And then you, you spin out from there and you found that model AI. So what does a model AI do? So we continue to do a lot of what we were doing at Qualcomm, but really focus on go to market on the technology. And so we have our core computing platform we refer to as Voxa 2, VOXL2. And that is a very powerful single board computer, companion computer, and also autopilot for drones. So we squeeze all of that capability in here, like video encoding, GPU, deep learning, uh, obstacle avoidance, uh, GPS denied navigation, all that is bundled into our SDKs, which are actually all open as well. So folks buy this product uh, and then go modify the code to advance their specific use case. Amazing. So if I go around here with all the different OEM, I, I will find some of those inside. Yes, absolutely. That's amazing. And well, I'm interested about your speaking about open, you know, open uh, versus a closed architecture. Why did you choose that? What's, what's, what's the main advantage of there? There's a couple of things. One, you know, is that we're somewhat of a B2B technology provider. And so our target customer are engineers and engineers like to have control and be able to build things. So one aspect is it's just good marketing and good product fit to make your technology open. That's what engineers want. They want to build with it. They want to, they want to be, they want to be in control if there's a bug, right? To go fix the bug on their own. And then on the flip side, on the business side, it actually really helps that our customers can, can see the code. And if there are issues, go fix them or suggest fixes to us. And so it, we want to focus on really building a great product with a great software stack and a great platform and building it around an open ecosystem. Uh, some, a lot of it's our code that's open. We also work with PX4 uh, very closely and, and Ross and an open CV and a number of the very common, you know, open, open packages yeah. and so forth. And that really helps us stay focused on building a great product as opposed to nitpicking why does this feature do this or that our customers can really have direct control over really? uh, the feature capability and i guess as a as a computer autopilot automated computer supplier you you kind of know a lot of people around the room right you you have you should have a kind of a pulse of the ecosystem at least on the manufacturing side absolutely and so how do you see the industry in this late 2023 uh what's your take where are we now there's a really, really big opportunity going forward. The, the, there's a lot of excitement, you know, so I've been involved 
I was involved in the, you know, run up for the big consumer run up and then kind of crash or crater on the consumer side. And now the industrial enterprise commercial ecosystem is really booming. I think, you know, there, it's well understood that these are a very, very useful tool and it's now proven. So the, the, now there's this huge market pull to get more and more things up, aerial eyes in the sky, other capabilities. I saw, uh, uh, there's a, there's a, the Valero drone was super interesting. It can do, uh, it can do like, in, uh, hard, the solid, the solid infrastructure inspection using ultrasound and so forth. So really, uh, there's just a huge demand for lots of new applications. And I think it's going to both improve efficiency significantly, as well as, uh, reduce risk to folks that need to do dangerous inspections and so forth so you think that the, the, the era of like the early proof of concept is also somehow over we are now going towards like almost a second wave of we know it works and now we want to deploy absolutely i don't think you need to convince anybody anymore i, I think it's just known that and the early use cases of say agriculture and maybe power line inspection those are just full full fort they're going you know really fast and so now there's a whole new wave of what else can we do? And it's happening very quickly. That's amazing. And I mean, do you think it's happening quickly in this industry? I mean, I heard this word a few times, you know, quickly, like five years ago, I was like, oh, we're going to quickly get there. But I have the same feeling like you have, like looking around here in the room, it, it, we are getting there, right? So how, how do you see ourselves in two or three years time, also as a company yourself, but also as an industry overall? Yeah. I. I, I think there will be more use cases proven. I think there will be more companies very successful deploying those. I think that applications will continue to get more and more niche. Uh, you know, just a camera on a gimbal won't be enough. You know, I think, but I think that'll be widely proliferated. And so I think indoor, you know, we, we spend a lot of time on indoor uh, capabilities, navigating autonomously indoors. That seems to be a really big part of the next wave. Yeah. You don't have regulation there, right? At least you have different regulations. That's right. So you don't, you still believe regulation is still a roadblock for the, the classic BV laws outdoor, you know, type of operations. I mean, different parts of the world, of course, with different uh, emphasis. But uh, I know indoors is is, is very neat, it's very cool, right? Because you cannot just operate. Uh, do you see a big difference between the stainless steel? Yeah, in in, in 2015, I really thought regulation was going to be a big roadblock and maybe it was but i also think i don't think we were ready in 2015 to do a lot of what folks were saying was going to happen very quickly yeah. there were still a lot of drones just falling out of the sky or flying away yeah and that you know i think a lot of those problems are really solved you know that's that's something we experience and in uh, with either our capabilities or customers capabilities or competitors capabilities you know, the, the technology is so much more understood today. And I think there are now opportunities to start pushing again on regulation, but I, it, I, I don't, I don't know that it's fair to say that it's a roadblock. I think maybe it's a limiter, but over the past eight years, maybe some of those limiters were warranted. And so I think it's time to push a little bit more again. Amazing. Yeah. I kind of agree to that a lot. It's like, uh, when you are not ready, that becomes a roadblock simply because you cannot comply with the rules, right? But yeah. then when you are ready, if you have a path to compliance, then the rule actually gives you kind of a, a real path to try to achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah. That's very true. 
Right, and, and talk about a bit about the company itself, Model AI. You know, I didn't ask you before, sorry for that. Like, where are you based? How many people are you employing? And how do you see like your growth? What is, are you enthusiastic about? Yeah, so we're in San Diego, California. There were about, well, 40, 42 employees, uh, five years old. So we've grown rather steadily the whole time from three folks in a garage to 40 folks in a larger garage. <laughs> and uh, and it's so probably about half engineering, half operations in that in that sense. So we do a lot of R and D. We we build out a lot. We invest every day in new, more and more capabilities and technologies, improving our platform, improving the software stack, improving hardware, expanding our peripheral ecosystem. And we you know we we have a nice roadmap for the future. That's great. I, I like the optimism. I like the enthusiasm. You know. Sometimes I always say, uh, I think this industry complains too much sometimes, and I always say that people are always complaining a little bit. I like you don't complain. You're like, hey, I'm very optimistic. I have my use case. I know what I'm going. So absolutely good message. Thank you very much, uh, Chad, for being on the show. My pleasure. pleasure. Thank you very much, Lorenzo. Thank you.